Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your listening convenience. May 3rd, 2022. Why did Charter choose Comcast's Flex over Google TV in the TV OS wars? Legacy media and cable companies have never been known for being on the bleeding edge of technology. Just look at how late they were to the streaming video party and now the connected TV OS party. It took a rapid increase in cord cutting to finally make them realize they had to enter streaming video. The rapid growth of the connected TV ad market combined with a precipitous decline in broadband subgrowth appears to be the final push necessary to push them into the TV OS wars. We should have bought Netflix or created our own. That's the groan you heard from years from jealous media industry executives who watched Netflix's valuation and industry stature soar. Of course, legacy media companies all waited far too long to launch their own streaming efforts, such as Comcast NBCU with Peacock, as they sought to make it additive versus cannibalistic. By the time they started to scale streaming, the streaming industry had begun to mature and Netflix's valuation collapsed, with investors questioning the long-term potential of streaming, especially with so many new entrants. As streaming video exploded, both SVOD and AVOD, TVOS platforms began to take center stage as gatekeepers to the connected home with a robust connected TV advertising opportunity. Roku stock soared to a $60 billion market cap as investors began to appreciate the power of being the connected TV gatekeeper. That, of course, led to similar groans from cable executives who felt they should have created their own TVOS platforms rather than letting Roku become the connected, dominant connected TV gatekeeper. In turn, it's not surprising to see Comcast having looked to buy Roku last year, and now the two largest cable companies, Comcast and Charter, working together to launch a TVOS joint venture. The irony, of course, is that valuation multiples have come back to earth, while the TVOS business has slowed dramatically, leading to the collapse in industry leader Roku's valuation. Cable took too long to pivot to TVOS. Back in November 2020 at the Paley Media International Council, Liberty Media's Dr. John Malone compared the power of being the connected TV platform gatekeeper to the way cable system operators were effectively the TV channel gatekeepers over the past 20 to 30 years. The potential for TV OS gatekeepers was even greater as they had the potential to leverage national and international scale versus local and regional scale of MVPDs. Unfortunately, legacy cable operators did not pivot fast enough to an IP app-based platform, preferring the walled garden of the proprietary set-top boxes. Cable operators' blindness to TVOS's importance created an opportunity for Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Google TV, Apple TV, Samsung, Vizio, and LG to become gatekeepers to the connected TV world. While cable companies led by Comcast have started to integrate third-party apps such as Netflix, Prime Video, and YouTube, among others, even Comcast's X1 set-top platform still requires proprietary hardware. Comcast's launch of Flexboxes and X-Class TVs, embedded in Hisense TVs, sold at Walmart as shown on the right, with their Flex operating system built in, has launched the cable industry into the TV OS wars. But Comcast remains far, far behind TV OS leaders like Roku. At the start, Comcast mistakenly focused Flex as an in-footprint offering to Comcast broadband-only subscribers, as we wrote about back in 2019, rather than offering it nationwide to anyone who wanted a connected TV experience, effectively thinking like a regional cable company, not a nationwide TV OS platform. 
Comcast thinking finally started to change with last year's launch of X-Class TVs as they began offering the Flex operating system nationwide as an embedded TV OS with a far wider array of apps available on the platform, including an array of VMVPDs such as YouTube TV, Hulu Live, Sling, etc. While the following quote from Comcast CEO Brian Roberts is tied directly to the launch of Sky Glass in Europe, the strategic rationale for focusing on the Flex TVOS and X-Class TVs in the U.S. is quite clear. See the full clip embedded to the right as well. Quote from Brian Roberts, It's where you watch the Premier League, Sky News, viral videos. It's where you stream your top shows. We believe it can be so much more than it is in the years ahead, whether it's music, gaming, video conferencing, healthcare, education, connected home, end quote. What about Charter? Comcast had hoped to license its X1 set-top box platform and flex boxes and software to other cable companies throughout North America. However, they were only able to reach deals with two companies of size, Cox in the U.S. and Rogers in Canada. Charter was asked about it repeatedly and never seemed interested in being a Comcast licensee. Charter never developed a next-gen operating system like X1, nor a tvOS strategy. With their big strategic focus creating connected TV apps, most notably on Roku, to enable the Charter Spectrum linear TV experience without a legacy set-top box in every room. With Charter not interested in helping Comcast, we increasingly expected Charter to return to Google TV, which has an operator tier that blends the Google TV tvOS experience with the linear and on-demand bundles offered by a cable operator, mostly overseas cable operators today, as we discussed in our 2020 War for the Living Room blog post. Charter working with Google would have meant increasing the power of Google. However, it would have given Charter access to a best-in-class tvOS user interface that learns as you use it and that seamlessly weaves all connected TV content together. A Google TV partnership would have also enabled Charter to exit the video set-top box business without having to invest any money in software development. Why did Comcast and Charter partner on tvOS? Last week, Comcast and Charter announced they were creating a tvOS joint venture, with Comcast contributing their Flex and X-Class technology, their ownership of Zumo, and related executive talent, while Charter contributed $900 million in cash over several years. Number one, why did Comcast partner with Charter? Comcast clearly could have gone nationwide or global on their own without Charter's help. However, that would have meant essentially marketing the Flex OS in Charter's footprint, who is Comcast's wireless partner as well. Not only would that have been more expensive for Comcast, it essentially puts them in direct competition with Charter, something we suspect Comcast was simply unwilling to do given the historic relationship between the companies. Now Comcast, with Charter support, has a near nationwide presence with on-the-ground customer support and local regional ad sales in the vast majority of major markets. Not to mention, Comcast is able to use Charter to help pay for the build-out of the Flex TVOS effort without having to invest more Comcast dollars, at least for the next several years. Number two, why did Charter partner with Comcast? While integrating with Google TV or licensing Comcast X1 Flex would have taken out Charter's software development costs and enabled them to have a tvOS strategy quickly, they would not have had any tvOS ownership. Given the importance of operating system ownership and its ability to act as a gatekeeper and thus extract monetary value from advertising, subscription, and transactions, it is not surprising to see Charter agree to partner with Comcast. 
We suspect the catalyst for the deal was Comcast's willingness to be an equal partner in a JV versus simply licensing the technology to Charter. Charter now owns 50% of a real tvOS platform for a $900 million investment, whereas creating their own proprietary tvOS would have taken significantly more time and resources. What to expect from the Flex joint venture? Comcast and Charter appear to have accepted that the legacy cable set-top box business is going away in favor of tvOS-powered connected TVs. While they could accept life as dumb pipes and let everyone ride on their broadband infrastructure, you cannot take the gatekeeper out of the gatekeeper. In turn, they're trying to build a proprietary tvOS platform that in success would add an incremental revenue layer above and beyond broadband access fees, boosting ARPU. It's probably no surprise that Comcast and Charter have finally agreed to a tvOS partnership that will seek new revenue streams, just as their broadband sub-edition pace has slowed dramatically. Remember, Charter has literally no tvOS strategy, so any strategy would have been better than where they were before, and Comcast was simply too slow to extend beyond their footprint. Flex will be a platform that has its own ad sales team essentially trying to replicate what Roku has built out nationally with the added power of a local and regional ad sales force at each of the individual companies that can be utilized if necessary. Look for Flex to seek a cut of advertising revenue for every ad-supported app that runs on the platform, excluding YouTube. Build in their own AVOD service with Zumo, akin to the Roku channel, and create unique advertising opportunities on the home screen of Flex devices. In addition, look for Flex to seek a share of subscription fees from services users sign up for via Flex, whether that be Netflix, HBO Max, etc., as well as transaction fees for video-on-demand and pay-per-view events, again, akin to what Roku does. Roku's been doing this all for years. Sort of sad how long it took for cable to realize they missed the tvOS wave. While Flex is only currently available on Flex devices, hockey pucks that connect to your TV, and their Hisense relationship for X-Class TVs, we expect an aggressive push to expand TV manufacturer relationships. Similar to Google TV, which is paying manufacturers such as TCL, we would not be surprised to see the Flex JV paying a premium to gain access to more connected TVs. The challenge for Flex is simply how far behind they are versus the competition. In order to have meaningful leverage as a connected TV gatekeeper, Flex will need to grow its insignificant market share to a meaningful level. We presume at least 10 to 15% market share. That will take a significant number of TV manufacturer relationships, time, and big marketing dollars. Growing connected TV market share will be no easy task given how undifferentiated the TV OS platforms are today. Beyond price, does it really matter to the consumer if they have a Roku TV, a Samsung TV, a Vizio TV, or a Flex-powered X-Class TV? We are skeptical at best. Implications for Comcast and Charter. Number one, why be in the video bundling business? As Flex makes an aggressive push to control the tvOS, which enables an array of video services, it raises the question of why are Comcast and Charter even offering their own linear TV channel bundles? Why not just let the consumer choose from an array of gross profit break-even to negative VMVPD services such as YouTube TV, Hulu Live, etc.? Yes, Comcast and Charter make money on offering a bundle of linear broadcast and cable channels, but it's a tremendous headache, retrans, affiliate renewals, and requires significant infrastructure. Both Comcast and Charter could shift to an app-based VMVPD-like video bundled offering that works on flex-enabled devices, but even that feels like more hassle than it's worth long-term. 
Number two, further reduces Comcast's need to own NBCU. While Comcast Peacock will get some preferential access and treatment within the Flex platform, there's no real synergy between Comcast and NBCU, especially as Flex grows and offers the consumer an even wider array of apps. Remember, today's top five most engaging tvOS apps are Netflix, YouTube, Hulu, Prime Video, and Disney Plus, which represent well over 70% of total time spent. While Peacock is certainly growing, it represents 1-2% to of overall connected TV time spent. We also cannot help but think there might even be dissynergy of vertical integration. If Peacock was not owned by NBCU and part of Comcast, would Flex really look to bundle in Peacock? Or would they go out and try to work with Disney or HBO Max or even Netflix? Peacock today is only a must-have for WWE and EPL fans and does not appear to move the needle for flex device buyers. Is it too late? Comcast and Charter joining forces to attack tvOS makes a tremendous amount of sense. While historically JVs in the cable world never worked, canoe anyone? The industry was far more fragmented than it was today, with individual companies acting far too much like regional monopolists. With Comcast and Charter effectively controlling over 80% of the cable industry, and rising broadband competition spooking investors. It feels far easier to see Comcast and Charter working well together on tvOS, as they have been in wireless as well. But even if we like the strategic rationale, is it simply too late for Flex to be a major tvOS player? The answer is it all depends on how aggressive the Flex team can be integrating their tvOS into as many devices as possible to move the needle in 23 and 24. Flex will need to take an aggressive approach to paying device manufacturers to embed the Flex TV OS.